Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air. This is a podcast. The number one chief rocket jersey firm. Lonely Hunts Cafe. Spicy conversations. Vince Wright, the sports governor from Minnesota. Man, Jelly Young. Microwave. Reggie Long, aka Dollars and Cents. The Sports Bar, also known as Stacy Sports Radio. Click the Marvel Show. The BS3 Sports Show. This is DJ Queen from the X Squad. That's how that shit work You reach your hand to fire You pull it back when you get burnt Gotta learn when you get hurt Even if it's with you He beat you in, you went back He's officially stupid, oh yeah I understand, that's your man You had a plan, you've been together for some years You sticking with him for the kids So you overlook the tears But we both know that's a bad look It's 20 years from now, your daughter probably get her ass whooped Look, if this too deep for the intro I'll find another use But just in case it's perfect Let me introduce Cold. 
for the intro if so i find another use but just in case it's perfect let me introduce it's cold i had a dream and so i made a move a ill ass nigga who just so happened to stay in school still rap for hustlers and motherfuckers that hated school said that's for busters then heard my shit and i made it cool it's safe to say that i'm gifted as if i'm christmas shopping i got gangsta niggas lining up in that mission's office ain't possibly cause all the hoes and niggas scrape a lot of shit up on my plate so you know a nigga late to my first class i must rather sit up in first class should i admit that a slutty bitch was my first smash was an experience so nah i didn't wear it out always thought my first time would be someone i cared about but being a virgin was something to be embarrassed about i used the ass for practice so i wasn't scared out my mind you call them rhymes i call it clan out my mind was just a young boy staring out my blinds Till I got free from my mama leash Running loose through the streets Like a straight dog in heat And we looking for some freaks Can you play? Pardon me What's your name? Don't mistake me for no lame No, not me She knew I was on the team Cause she seen how tall I be In the club Dapping niggas eventually R.I.P. Damn You win some, you lose some That's just how it happens And if a nigga step up to you Then you gotta scrap him Your name is all you got Throwing hands by the bathroom It's funny I barely told nobody I started rapping Cause see some niggas was haters that I just viewed as clowns At 14 I knew I was the nicest dude around I gotta make a move, I gotta do this now If they don't know your dreams, then they can't shoot them down huh. Yeah nigga, hell yeah So that one in my fucking soul nigga
offense trying to end it here. Fourth down. Dalton steps up. Dalton throws. It's complete. Cooper Boyd. Tyler Boyd. Touchdown. Remarkable. The Cincinnati Bengals have stunned this crowd. Touchdown. The Bengals stun the Ravens. 31-27. The Bills get the help they need. The drought. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable, y'all. What's good, y'all? Happy New Year, folks. It's the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Trey Frazier, Maestro Styles. Yeah. We're here in the house for the 2000. 2000- 18 year yeah let's do big things this year let's put 2017 aside and you know let's let's prosper man let's let's get this money let's let's get it man uh just just a few uh reminders here um we got the facebook page uh we also have the twitter account that you could check us out on twitter at barbershop s-p-o-r-2 uh, you can also check us out on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. And you can check us out on the WordPress blog site, which I started to do a blog post Sunday. Yeah, Sunday night. I started to do a blog post and then I, I got so winded typing it up that um, I could not finish it. So I just said, you know what? Let me let me just bring the blog post to the podcast and and you guys can guess uh exactly what i was getting ready to uh type up in that blog post and by the way shout out to the x squad affiliates um happy new year to everybody by the way gang gang uh miss mocha bella i see you in the chat room uh from the bottom podcast is in the house what's up what up uh, Cabal, the homie Chief Rocker Jersey Vern is in the building. I uh, see that homie 334 Bama Boy, what up, what aka up? Hold That L. I don't know if he's referring to me or not, but um, I'll, I'll accept that. Uh, Vince Wright from the Sports Done Right Show, up, repping baby? the X Squad. Um, when y'all when y'all done with this show, make sure y'all tune into this man show right here. Talks a lot of Minnesota sports. He gets it done. Uh, 7.30 Central Time, 8.30 Eastern Time. Make sure you got to check that out. And then um, see somebody else in here. No, I think I that's think it. Yeah, I think I got it, uh, Clay Davis, I just seen him uh, yeah. just uh, stopped up here in the chat nah, room. nigga. Hey, man, you, you, y'all pulled it off Sunday, man. Clay, man, y'all pulled it off, man. What, I, I, oh, I, the Falcons? Yeah, because he, yeah. you know. Yeah, you, you, you know what's funny? And, you know, the for, for those that listen to the... Uh, Biggie Smalls clip with that montage. Um, listen, man. Uh, Rough Buff. Um, if you're listening out there, that 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 one's for you, man. Um, two things. Uh, congrats on the Bills making the playoffs and in that drought, 17 years without a postseason appearance. Yeah. First one this millennium. And rest in peace to your grandmother, man. I, I I've yeah, heard. Uh, absolutely. I heard exactly. Uh, you know what happened there. So um, absolutely. You know this this that montage was dedicated to you. Um, I, I I feel bad that it came at the expense of my team, but congrats on your team getting in. And I don't know if your grandmother was a huge sports fan. I don't know if she's from Buffalo or whatever, but. Um, Shouts out to her. Shouts yeah, out to the family. Man. And, and condolences to you on that front, yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. No doubt about that. So, um, 
Look, I know y'all expecting me to, you know, holler and scream and, Damn. you know, throw chairs and break the TV and, you know, do all sorts of, you know, crazy things here. But I'm not going to do that, man. I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to spaz out. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to let the show go off the rail. I'm just going to tell you exactly, you know, how I feel about everything with the Ravens and the loss of the Bengals. And I, I I thought the best way I could do this is tell you what happened in the game. And just full disclosure, um, I'm in the same exact place in my in-laws basement in Long Island. Same exact place I was a year ago. Yes. After love. watching the team, after watching the Ravens get knocked out of postseason contention. Thanks to this guy's uh, team immaculate- over here. I'm not calling him immaculate. I'm nah, not. I'm not called, doing no, that. No, that play was called the immaculate extension or yeah, something like that. Yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, that. Um, so it it, it kind of felt like deja vu all over again, only with the except, exception that um, they did not air the Bengals Ravens game in New York. Oh, really? What they no? Um, and and I'm and I'm kind of surprised that they didn't do that. Yeah, right. Um, but the the game that they did air was the Bills Dolphins game. Oh okay, okay, okay. I don't know where it kind of. I, I guess because it's New York, right? I guess because it's AFC East. I guess Jets but you was in New York, right? Well, New York City. Yeah, you know, Buffalo is not New York City. Yeah, I get that. So, but I'm 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 thinking it's because there's a lot of Jet fans. They pay more attention to the AFC East teams, so mm-hmm. I'm assuming that's okay. why that was the game they decided to choose. Okay. And I'm flipping back and forth between that game and the Falcons-Panthers game, which was on Fox. Mm-hmm. So I'm back and forth between that one. Um, the Falcon game kind of got a little, you know, a little bit boring. There really wasn't much suspense to it. You kind of felt like once the Falcons got on the board and you saw how Cam was, um, wasn't was really playing up to his potential, you, you kind of sensed that, you know, the Falcons was, was going to pull that one off. And, um, you know, bye-bye Seahawks, you know, by the way of that. But watching watching the Dolphins-Bills game was kind of interesting. Obviously, that was playoff implications. You know, the Bills needed to win, and then they needed the Ravens to lose. I think they needed something, something crazy. I think they needed just the Ravens to lose or mm. a combination of the Titans, Chargers, or whatever. But those games were flexed 425 just for that reason. So, you know, I'm, while I'm watching that game, I said, you know what, let me let me flip on Twitter, and, I'm, you know, I'll follow what's going on in the Bengals-Ravens game. And off the break, you know, Bengals go up 7 nothing, and people are talking about how the run defense for the Ravens is getting gashed up early in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, next thing you know, you know, minutes later into the game, we going three and out on offense. Three and out. Three and out. Punt, punt, punt. Three and out. And before you know it, it's 14-13. Um, Bengals take that lead. And then um, I guess Chris Moore runs the punt back to like about the 20 or something yeah, like that towards uh-huh. the uh, end of the first half. And then one play later, Flacco hits Chris Moore for the touchdown. Right. So that cut it to, um, for, well, the Bengals put up a field goal. So it was 17 Three and then, the, you know, the this touchdown made it seventeen to ten. 10. Yeah. So second half comes up, and my and mind you, Bills and Dolphins is still on. So I'm watching that game and I'm tracking my game on Twitter. And next thing you know, 
this fight breaks out in the Bills Miami game. Um, what's the running back? Drake. Uh, King and Drake. King and Drake. Uh-huh. He got into a little scuffle. Um, somebody from the Bills got into the scuffle. Um, and then somebody else. And the, the, the fight lasted almost like 15 minutes. Like the refs were trying to figure out who to throw out in the football game. Mm-hmm. And so while that delay was going on, I'm keeping track of my game. And, you know, we, we cut the lead to no. What that's no, that's what happened. The pick six happened. Um the, the Chris Moore bobble got intercepted, ran back for the touchdown, that made it twenty four to ten. Um we come right back, um, we convert a fourth and three, which the play call that I saw, I don't know if you saw this play call, I thought it was one of the worst play calls on fourth and three, but Alex Collins, that that nigga yeah, made a play. I watched I watched that game. I didn't even watch any other games. Oh, okay. Well, that, that well game. that makes sense if yeah. you know because you was in the area, so yeah. obviously that was the game that was right. on. So so they they made that. So Alex Collins scores the touchdown there, cuts it to twenty four seventeen. Then we get the field goal. We cut it twenty to twenty four. And the second half, for the most part, the Ravens had the momentum. Um, we made the Bengals go three and out, three and out, punt, punt, punt. And then next thing you know, Flacco hits Wallace for the touchdown. We're up by three points, 27-24. And, you know, as as the as the Bill game, Bill's game wraps up, and oh, by the way, <laughs> I mean, this might be so Bills-like, but they almost blew that game mm-hmm. in, in the end there. Um, they're up twenty-two to ten. They scored a touchdown. The Dolphins do to cut it to twenty-two sixteen, and then they recover the onside kick. Right. And so you thought, okay, maybe maybe the Bills might might choke this away, and then um, oh, and and Cutler, they they bench Cutler after the first series. I I gotta investigate what happened with that one. Maybe they just you know it's the last game of the season, mm-hmm. and they just got fed up with Cutler, so. Um, so Cutler gets benched and it's, I don't know who the quarterback was for the Dolphins that was in there, but he, he comes in the game, um, pretty much the rest of the way. And he throws the interception in the drive after the onside kick and it kind of sealed the game for the bills. And that's at that point when they cut that game out and they cut it over to the Ravens Bengals game with about maybe four minutes left in the game. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so then it's four minutes. We're up again. We're up by three. We're, we're, we're driving and the drive stalls. And so we give the ball back to the Bengals. And then um, the worst case scenario happens like it's been happening for the last four or five years. The defense in the fourth quarter just can't hold the weed. They, they can't hold the lead, man. Um, and they, they they give up that touchdown to um, Tyler Boyd, um, fourth and twelve, converting a fourth and stinking twelve. All right, hold on, let me let me because I, 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 I yeah I know the chat's kind of popping. Rego, what up, man? We see you. Uh, fame up a prospect. What up? He says yes, yes, y'all. We got our coach back. There's no way you see that as a positive. Uh, and DJ Knox, what up? What up? It was uh, good, y'all. Hey, uh, look. Go ahead and go now. Now you can finish it. I didn't want to forget my. I didn't want to forget my peoples. Go ahead and finish your diatribe. I, I'm waiting for you to get upset, man. Because and, and if you don't get upset, I'm going. I'm going. To, I'm going to 
Uh, what you gonna you gonna ban the the, the podcast no, or something? Going, no, if you don't get upset, I'm going to attempt to make you upset. Listen, I'm upset, man. I mean, look, when when it happened, I, I was upset. I mean, I, sure. I got I got too much respect for my in laws. Otherwise, I'd have been throwing stuff so all this over is the your, place. And so this is your opportunity to get upset, man. This is your chance to well, vent. Sh- maybe you'll be over it. Uh, you know, tomorrow. Maybe you'll be over it after you vent, man. I we've been on this. We've been on. The sequence of events for 20 minutes. What up, Mac Farrell? Um, what up? What up? We've been on the sequence of events for a long time, man. And and I can't wait. I, I just want you to... Mocha Bella, hold that comment. I'm getting there. Hold that comment. I know you was already there. I'm getting there. Because this was, this was my issue with Baltimore Ravens fans as well. Uh, Big L, what up? Uh, go ahead, man. I, I, this is your no, 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 no. What's your, what's your issue? What's your issue with this Ravens is your, fans? My issue with Ravens fans is that you motherfuckers were so certain that y'all was going to the playoffs in week 17 as if, one, um, y'all a good squad overall, and two, as if the Bengals more so than ever had something to play for in this season. What, for Marvin Lewis's job? No, to bounce an AFC North rival out of the playoffs, so y'all could be in the same boat as the Cincinnati Bengals, and let's and let's take note they they knocked the Lions out the week. Before. I was I was just getting ready to say they knocked the, they Lions, knocked the Lions, Lions out. So they playing for they obviously playing for something. They obviously playing for something. Well, pride, I don't know. Pride, and and what better and what better way? Let's be clear. Marvin Marvin Lewis got an extension because they knocked the Ravens out the playoffs. Is that why they got this? The That's extension? why Marvin Lewis got the extension because they knocked the motherfucking Ravens okay. out the playoffs. Okay, and it's y'all dumb, and it's y'all bum ass squads for that we got to deal with two more years of fucking Marvin Lewis. Well, it's your fault. It's my. Fault. It's your personal fucking fault. Sluggo, what up? Uh, it's your fucking fault. It's the Ravens organization's fault, and it's a y'all bum ass squad fault that we got to deal with another motherfucking two years of Marvin Lewis dumbass. And you know what? But, but, but in, maybe in a that's cynical a good way, thing, I'm about to say, in a cynical way, thank you. Because they're not gonna be good. I mean, in a cynical way, thank you. They, I mean. Because who else were they gonna get? I mean, not that that matters, they but some, they could have. Hugh Jackson, if they, you know, and that's another one. The Browns, you know, keeping Hugh Jackson. Um, I gotta remember to mute that shit. Yeah, I think that's the homie fame up at prospect. I'm sure it's fame. Yeah, cause, hey, whatever y'all y'all come at me, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all get at me, man. What up? What's up, y'all? How y'all living? It's fame. What up, fame? Yeah, man. Uh, I just I, I gotta correct my brother. It's it's not because it is beat the Ravens and knock them out of the playoffs is why Marvin's coming back. It's a very complicated ownership uh, down here. You got to remember, Mike Brown, his dad is Paul Brown. Mm-hmm. And you know, he was a young that. man, uh, you know, uh, when his dad was fired by the Browns and it totally disrupted their family. And, and, and that still plays a part in the way he runs the team now. Uh, he likes loyalty. Uh, there's, there's like a loyalty clause in each contract that the players sign, and Marvin was going to. Marvin had a, a an extension offer to him last year. He didn't take it. He held out for leverage because he wants more control of the personnel. You know, he didn't. You know, you got to remember he lost Marvin 
Jones, the Detroit wide receiver, and Muhammad Sanu, mm-hmm. are two and three receivers mm-hmm. without them in the same year. You don't do that. You know, then you lost Whitworth the next year to the Rams. You know, you, you know, you just lost you know three key players over the past two years. Marvin wants more. Marvin Lewis, the coach, wants more control of the personnel. So that's why he didn't sign the extension last year. You know, to, to kind of pull leverage with him. So let me ask you. So why did he sign? Why did he sign today? Apparently, he's been granted some type of leverage. You know, some type of more clout, more pull with the uh, roster move. He didn't, you know, because it 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 uh it, it leaked out that Marvin hit the floor when um when they let Whitworth go, the lineman. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it somehow leaked out that Marvin did not want to draft John Ross, the, you know, the receiver for Washington. Yeah, yeah, I, I, he's I, he's I, had I, a garbage I, season. I don't even I, know if he's had the he field or not. He played fifteen total minutes the whole year. Yeah, mm-hmm. catch, yep. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. You know, I mean, no. No, I can see how, you know, people on the outside would say, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, no disrespect to none of that. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. unless you, like, are in the inner circle. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say inner circle. Unless you're in the city. Yep. Here, you, you know, there's just certain things, certain nuances about this owner, you know, that, that, that people outside the city don't know about. I mean, he doesn't have, like, you know, like Jerry Jones. The, the Cowboys are his toy. You know where his real money comes from. The mm-hmm. Bengals ownership, this is their money. They don't mm-hmm. have any, they don't own any like side businesses. So let me yeah, ask you. Their money, so, that, so let me ask you. So here here are the things that I hear about the Cincinnati ownership, Cincinnati Bengals ownership. I hear A, that they're mm-hmm. cheap, so that would kind of match with what you're saying as far as this is their bread and butter. And two, mm-hmm. um, they say, and, and I think I disagree with the fact that, that the Brown family are football families. I disagree with that. But they say that they don't give, and you're even agreeing with me in that they don't give them any, uh, their coaches any um, power to make uh, personnel decisions. And um, what? So for me, I, I guess the question is: is that can not us not being in the city? You can certainly understand from the outside coming in why we would feel that way. Because for 15 years, Marvin Lewis has been doing pretty much whatever the fuck the Brown family want them to do, and he's just trying to do the best he can with it. And it got to a point, from the outside looking in, it got to a point where he felt like, I didn't had enough of this shit. Everybody may, looking at me like I'm a bad coach. I mean, you got Stephen A. Smith on ESPN every day saying that Marvin Lewis should not be a coach in the, for the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm-hmm. And he tired of hearing that shit. And now, all of a sudden, when they beat the Baltimore Ravens, he, you know, the news comes out that he signs an extension. I mean, certainly you can understand uh, the outside point of view where uh, we think that um, this has more to do with uh, a spur of the moment type of thing than um, than your your ideology on why Marvin Lewis signed the extension. More of, like more of the no, I, like irrational decision. Like a, like a quick it like seems fix. Like y'all are one hundred. Y'all y'all you have every right based on what you you know based on you know what you've been you know collected about the team. You have every right to think that. I can see how you think. I'm not saying you're wrong for thinking uh-huh. like that at all. I'm just trying to clarify. For sure. Because like I said, at the end of the 2016 season, you know he was offered an extension. He, he said no, I don't want it. You know, and it's just like you said. You know, he's tired of people thinking he's a bad coach. Now you know. 
he looked like the greatest defensive coordinator in the world when he was at Baltimore. Absolutely. You know, but hell, he had a Hall of Famer on his squad, Ray mm-hmm. Lewis. Yep. You know, you you know, you need great players to look good. You know, you got a few Hall of Famers on that like defense. That. Right. You know. Uh, yeah. Some linemen. And he had you know up and coming thugs, all yep. that kind of stuff. Yep. You know. So yeah, he he don't have that type of personnel here, but he is a decent. Yeah, he has his flaws. I think he's a good. I was, was going to say, I think defensively he has a pretty good. I um, think he's a good coach. He has a pretty good defensive squad over there. Geno Atkins is a pretty good pass rusher. Um, Vontez Perfect is pretty good. He is. He is. Perfect's a you know B plus you know A minus type of linebacker. You know he's not he's not Ray Lewis category, but he's 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 better than he's much better than average. But here's what I'm gonna tell you. See, like Hugh Jackson, he's not a head coach because mm. you know he goes up there to the Browns win one game in two years and he's stuck at the Raiders. You know now granted he's coached for two dysfunctional franchises and he's stuck at both of them. I don't know if you he's know, stuck Marlon at the Raiders. Lewis, um, he wasn't good. Marvin Lewis, you know, coaching for the, you know, for, for 15 years before Marvin Lewis got here, we wasn't shit. Mm. A laughing stock, you know, 3 and 13, 4 and 12, 5 and 11 every year. Right. Marvin Lewis only really, I mean, he's had a couple losing seasons, 7 and 9, 6 and 10, but for the most part, he's only had two real stinker seasons in so, 15 years. Every other year, the Bengals were, 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 were very competitive. So how how, how how what's the post of the city of Marvin Lewis signing the two year extension? I mean, it, it's kind of it's kind of split down the middle. Honestly, it's, it is very much split. It's very much split. You know, some people are okay with it because they know, like, okay, who you going who you gonna bring in that's gonna do better? Then you got some other people who kind of like, oh, you need to go at all costs. My thing is, me personally, I like the fact to see that this black man has earned the respect of this rich white family with old money and didn't have to cool to do it. They love him. Yeah. They love Marvin Lewis. They treat him like a, they treat him like a relative. You know, he didn't have to cool to do this. He's not out there, you know, he, he's got his foundation and whatnot. Marvin Lewis is, 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 you know, he's a generally decent guy. It's kind of like Martin Luther King's character in The Butler said uh, about black domestics. You know, the, you know, the black domestic is very important to our movement because, it shows white men that we can be trusted. Marlon Lewis, his implication, his impact is going to reach other black coaches in the future. All right, fame. I'm 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 I'm, 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 a, I'm gonna cut you off to disagree with you for a second. Um, Go ahead. So, Marvin Lewis, um, you say here's why I think the Brown family loves uh, loves Marvin Lewis. I think they love Marvin Lewis because Marvin Lewis, in the lieu of their the Brown family's bullshit, as opposed to you know as far as uh, the talent they bring in and the, and, and the personnel decisions they make, he's not the person that'll say, you know what, what y'all doing is some bullshit. And and I think they like him because they know for a fact it's kind of like the Jason Garrett syndrome in Dallas. They they know that he's not going to complain about what the personnel decisions that the Brown family is making, he's not going to complain about the fact that he should be making the personnel decisions that the Brown family shouldn't be making the personnel decisions. I think he's, they've gotten to a point of the relationship where Marvin Lewis is just here for the Brown ride and the Browns are cool with that as long as we can make the playoffs every other year. Well, I mean, it's kind of like I said, um, you have a, lo- a loyalty contract. The Bengals have you sign some type of loyalty contract. And so, you know, after a while, they reward the loyalty. Marvin Lewis don't need the money. 
Well, I think it's, it's I think it's easy. I think it's easy to. I think it's easy for the for the Brown family to be loyal to Marvin Lewis when he's just doing whatever they want him to do. They basically saying they they basically saying shut up and coach. We bring the players in, you shut up and coach. And no matter how bad it makes you look as a coach, as long as you coach the best way with the people we want on our team, you are. Right. Uh, not exactly, because now okay, because when he first got here, he had to get them up to speed on what the rest of the league was uh, serving for breakfast. The mm. pregame breakfast was shabby. You understand? We mm. were doing we were doing training camp out of college. The players had to pay for uh, everything from a for a TV for their dorm room to a soda. Mm-hmm. What know, about some of that? Uh, stuff like that. Hey, fame. They had to pay for some of that uh, Cincinnati chili too. I'm sorry. What'd you say? I said they had to pay for some of that Cincinnati that that famous Cincinnati chili that y'all got up up there. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure all. Uh, I think they were sponsors, so it might have came. I, you know, I don't know what the deal with that was. But there was just like just certain nuances that Marvin, you know, eventually uh, got got them to uh, you know acquiesce to over the years, over the years, and now it's getting into personnel. You know, because as you see, you know, you lost your number two and three receiver in the same year. Then you let a lineman go the next year. Your top lineman. Now you see what happens because mm. because the guys you wanted me to draft didn't pan out. Right, right. So now he's starting to see what happens. So now you know, okay, he got him out of the uh, dark ages with the uh, with the other stuff mm-hmm. uh, at training camp and and things like that. Now he's starting to get into personnel. You know, okay, he's honoring the loyalty contract. They're kind of rewarding him over the years. I mean, it's just like I said. You know, Marvin Lewis said that yesterday. They's like, well, are you? You know, the media asking flat out, are you coming back? Right. It's complicated. The minute he said it's complicated, everybody knew what it was about. Well, thank. Well, you know, are you going to give him the power to make the uh, personnel uh, that he wants now? All right. So let, let um last question, and we got let and we got to let you go. Um, no, we good. Yeah, the last question I have is is what do you what do you project will happen for the Cincinnati Bengals in the next two years with Marvin Lewis at coach? Uh, if he gets the assistance that he wants, you know. Um, I guess I'm asking you. Do you think? Things will change in the past two in these next two years. Meaning, do will yeah, they yeah. will they Dalton leave? Not, I don't. I don't. I don't see Andy Dalton being the quarterback next year. Okay. Because now mm. his contract is more cap, cap friendly. Okay. I don't mm. see it if, if they keep McCarron and the Bengals. Marvin Lewis has shown, despite the restraints put on him, he can win this division. Baltimore can't touch us. I mean, I hate to tell you that, uh, brother. Now tell him good. Fan, tell that punk nigga Baltimore good. Right Didn't we shut you out Baltimore. in week one? Yeah, well, we had like, a bum offensive coordinator. He got fired. Like, 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 cut it out. Oh, no, oh, he's a, oh, now he's a bum. When he with y'all, like, when, when he with y'all, like, years prior to that? When y'all had Ray Ray, yes, y'all was a problem for us. But since Ray's been gone, I think we what five and six against y'all. No, 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 no. I'm talking. No, I'm talking about your offensive coordinator. I'm talking about your OC. Hey, we need a we need a Vince yep. Wright boxing ding right now. Your man. your OC, your OC was there prior to us shutting you out week one. Nah, no, nah, this is his first year because he was the coordinator uh, the year before that. So the guy OC for two games? Is that what you're telling me? They hired this guy in the offseason and he OC for two games? Yeah, yeah. Because AJ Green complained and said, you know, I ain't getting the ball. You know, I gotta fact out. check that. Hey man, some, some cat got we some gotta, cat got hired. We gotta let you go, fam. We gotta let you go, fam. Yeah, man. peace, brother. All, right, y'all, y'all be safe, All day, yeah. 
some wait so some some nigga got hired by the Cincinnati Bengals to run the offense. Uh huh. And two games in, he gets he gets the boot. Hey, man, I, don't, I, don't I, don't, I don't know about that. I, 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 I got to fact, yeah. fact check that. But let me let me get to a comment from uh, from Clay Davis. And uh, listen, y'all look, y'all Falcon fans, y'all y'all want to take shots at the boy? Look, man, I, I got nothing to say, man. Y'all y'all took care of business. He says y'all was talking all that crazy money shit about my Falcons and what happens? Facts. The damn Ravens bounce themselves out of the playoffs. Karma. Hey man, I, I I got nothing for that. You're man. damn right. I, I I got nothing. I I have I have absolutely nothing to say. All the Bills fans out there, all the Falcon fans out there, the Titans, hell, hell even the Titans, what fans, up, Titans? Hell, Down in the playoffs, baby. Hell, even the Charger fans, even the Chargers took care of business and they can't even get in a postseason. Fuck the Ravens, you know. Hey hey hey, Monica, what up? I hope you ain't got the babies listening. Hey. Fuck the Ravens and everything y'all stand for. Y'all are where y'all deserve to be on the couch. All right. Well, y'all gonna be punk niggas. There, y'all gonna be there with us in a, a few weeks. So don't uh, don't get don't get uh, stay away to seven. Don't get all um, don't get all happy. Nah, look. Don't don't get all, all happy. First man. of all, Pittsburgh ain't gotta go nowhere else. The way the fact that y'all. Are out of the playoffs in the fashion that y'all are out of the playoffs two years in a row is cool for me right now. Okay, it's whatever, man. But um, I we we got a break, man. And and I and I still got to finish up my little diet. Yeah, man, because we ain't even really. I don't even really know how you feel about the shit yet. Yeah, I'll 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 tell you. I'll tell you right after the break, man. Um, y'all y'all want to get in on this, man? Um, two four zero five three two two seven one eight. You could dial the show, talk about whatever you want. Y'all Falcons fans, anybody, anybody out there want to get at your boy Trey, whatever, for talking smack over the week. I, I, I deserve it. My my team blew it. They they stunk it up. And, look, I don't use this word a lot. They they shit on themselves. Yeah. That that defense, that defense has the, as what they've done for the last four or five years in crunch time with a lead, mm-hmm. they shit on themselves. Fact. Ain't nothing I, I I can't defend that, man. I can't defend it. That's the Barbershop <laughs> Sports Talk Podcast, folks. Fuck the Ravens. We'll be back, man. SME, you're not ready for the number one Chief Rocket Jersey Vern doing his recap show on SME. Listen, ain't nobody out here show can go three hours nonstop. No commercial interruptions, anything like that. The Chief Rocker does a three-hour show with no breaks. To all you other talk shows, you better up your game and get it right because the Jersey Vern is about to stomp on you, the number one Chief Rocker. Boom, shakalaka, suckers. Hey, what's up, sports fans? You looking for a different type of sports talk show? something you haven't heard before you gotta check out the bs3 sports show every other saturday on two live steve radio 1 p.m central time 2 p.m eastern sports talk at its finest always have great guests playing some good hip-hop you don't want to miss it make sure to tune in to the bs3 sports show every other saturday at 1 p.m central time 2 p.m eastern You know how we do, Rockefeller, forever, 
catch me skating through your town putting it down y'all relating no waiting i'll make your block infrared hot i'm like satan y'all feel a nigga struggle y'all think a nigga little hustle behind the wheel trying to escape my trouble can't stop the greeting me i'm talking sweet the keys cursing the very god that brought this reef to be my life is based on sacrifices jews like isis and fools that think i slip you fuck around you get your guys hit They built me to be filthy on some ice, do or die shit, for real. The price of leather's got me deeper than ever, and just think when this here, I'm trying to feel maniacal. Politics is usual. I took my Frito to Tito in the district, bless me with some BS, somethings I could live with, stop fronting, and for the dough I raise. Gotta get shit appraised, no disrespect to you, make sure your word is true. I'm taking wages down in Vegas just in case Tyson have a major night off. That's clean money, the tax write-off. You ain't seen money in your life when it comes to this cheese, y'all like three blind mice. I'm smoking bros who pump Willie, I expose. The furthest you chilies, been is the poker nose. My portfolio reads, leads to Don Corleone, nigga, please. Ten year felly on, heavy on the wrist. I face yous with the diamond blooded Jesus and blind your face shoes for life. Shrek, jigger, I keep it tight, nigga. Politics is usual. You feel my triumph never. Feel my pain, I'm lying. Low in the leather's iron. The best is ever came. The game changes life. My mind just ain't right. We wind get this dope. I guess it ain't your night. Sucking me in like a vacuum. I remember telling my family I'll be back soon. That was December 85 and Jay-Z rise 10. Years later got me wise. Still can't break my underworld top. I wear black a lot in the act, act a lot. Got matching VCRs, a, a huge magnifier, 10-inch, green like spinach, pop wines, that's vintage, it's a lot of big money in my sentence, hitting toss a meal, the book, vitting, I kill like that chick, baby, one, two, cat, yeah, I, I do, do that, that. ain't no, no stopping the champagne from popping the drawers, from dropping the law, from watching, I hear ya, shout out to the homie Jay right there, classic shit, it's Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast, welcome back y'all. Trey Frazier, Maestro Styles. Yeah. We here in the house, y'all. Damn. Y'all want to call the show. The number's 240-532-2718. Just a couple of comments, and then I'll get to my little diatribe here. You shouting out chat room, Monica in there. Yeah, yeah. What up, Monica? I see you up in there. Uh, It was somebody else. Yeah, BS3 Sports and Music. I see you. I see you. Uh, Mocha says, uh, Trey, Tiffany, Dell. They all had hopes that the Ravens were going to make the playoffs. And, and shout out to the homie Deacon Dell because I, I tagged him in my post earlier and I told him, you know, I was going to be going in on the Ravens and stuff. So hopefully, you know, if you out there listening, Deacon Dell, you want to call in and vent whatever, you know, go right ahead, man. Um, but get, get, get hey, into y'all, this. Let me, I, don't, I don't know if I, I'm normally a, a polite person. If any Ravens fans call in, I'm going to try to be as – look. Don't do that, yo. I'm not going to be like disrespectful. Uh, uh, no, oh, no, I ain't like oh, that. I'm, oh. <laughs> I'm just going to rub it in y'all face, man, because y'all niggas was talking real and good I, and, and, week, and, and I can't speak for any other Ravens fan, but I, I got nothing. I have nothing. I, I have no comeback for anything. 
I, I disrespected the Falcons winning you know, the game. Hey. They got they got it done. Yeah. You know, the Bills, they took care of business. Everybody else took care of business, but my Baltimore Ravens. In the words and of I, my I, brother, Jungle Brother, if any Ravens fans call into this show, you better take your hat off when you call the show. And 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 you think Jungle Brother is out there like celebrating this Marvin Lewis thing? Of course he is. You think he's out there shout waxing out, himself? Shout out to the Hobie Jungle Brothers. Shout yeah, I, I, Hobie, I, I think he's he's having a ball, man. That dude is throwing a parade at his house Facts. for that. Facts. But um, I, I, I thought this is the best way I could do this. Um, and shout out to Thorny Switch on her uh, Bulldogs. Yeah. Georgia Bulldogs uh, pulled it out yesterday. That, that was a good game. Real good game. Um, I thought the best way I could do this is put myself in the owner's shoes. Damn. Uh, hold on, I'm sorry. Oh, what's good? What happened? Uh, Clay Davis sending positive vibes to Marshall DL, defensive lineman Larry Aaron, who was shot in the back and is now paralyzed by a straight, oh, wow. gun, by a straight gunfire on New Year's Eve. Oh, shout out to Absolutely. his family and Absolutely. him, man. And him, for real. Damn. Damn. Damn, man. That, mm. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, that's wild. But I, I, I thought I would put myself in the owner's shoes, that being Steve Bashadi, who owns the Ravens. And... Here's what I got to look at, and I, and I, and I said that coming into this season, this was going to be a big year for C. Bashadi because if this team failed to make the postseason, you would have to expect that some change, some big change, is going to be coming. So let me let me just go down the list. If if I'm C. Bashadi right now, mm-hmm. I got to look at the coach. I got to look at John Harbaugh. He's forty and forty since winning the Super Bowl. Um, time management issues is still a problem. Um, leadership is still an issue Bashad with John Harbaugh. Is a bust. Um, but that that's not on Harbaugh. I, I'll I'll get the Ozzy. Okay. Trust me. I'm 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 getting to everybody. Again, I'm putting myself in the owner's shoes and I'm looking at everything from top to bottom here. Um, with with the coach. Um, look, you had five years to get this thing back on track. You at this point, it's a it's a failure, and and, and I don't care if you went from five and eleven, which is the injury filled season, mm-hmm. to eight and eight, which is an improvement in in terms of wins, to nine and seven, which is one a one game improvement in terms of the record. Yeah, I don't care about they that. Been, they might have been a better team when they went eight and eight than they are now at nine and seven. I don't care about the improvement in terms of the wins from that season up until now. The fact remains is that this football team is still flawed under John Harbaugh's leadership. And I got to I got to seriously take a, a really good hard look at some of the things that he's failed at. I mean, you talk about time management issues, challenging when you shouldn't be challenging plays, missing out on challenge opportunities when you should be and you fail to do so. Things like that, when you look at the coach, it's like, okay, something, something, something's wrong there. You got to do something with John Harbaugh. Um, I, I think it's time for a change at that spot. Um, so, court, with that, hold on. Go ahead, go ahead. Just so we're clear, mm-hmm. John Harbaugh got to go. John Harbaugh has to go. Okay. Now, next, the coordinators. Um, Dean Pease, he retires. Okay. Good riddance. I'll I'll drive you to the airport. I, I'll get you out of here as fast as I can. I I, I could care less about Dean Pease at this point in terms of the retirement. Um, okay, that, that's, that's, I, 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 let me stop you there. Uh huh. 
I was kind of surprised by Dan P's retirement. You saying how do you how do you you don't care about that? Good written. I'm saying good riddance. Good riddance. I'm um, um yeah. Eight he, years. He, he can go. Eight years. And well, no, not eight years. He was there since um when did when did Pagano get the Colts job? Was it 2012? Because remember, Pagano was our DC, and then he got the Colts job. So okay. I think it was a year so, they drafted so Dan Luck. So Dean got promoted there. So Dean P's got the. DC position right, he, in 2012. He was in the organization for eight years. I no, he was, I with the, he was with the Patriots, remember? No, I don't remember. I thought I read that he was there for eight years. No, he wasn't there okay. for eight years. He, right. he, he was with the Patriots. Okay. And then um, Pagano got the job with the Colts, and then Harbaugh picked up Pease because the Patriots let him go. Mm-hmm. So you're talking, what, at this point, six years. Okay, six years. The guy's almost in his 70s. I mean, again... Good, good riddance. I mean, your defenses were so vanilla, and I partially hold him responsible for these fourth quarter collapses when I watch these games. Okay. I mean, just I mean, just go through season by season. There were games that, when the offense gave them the lead in the fourth quarter, the defense would screw it up. I mean, there's countless games from you know dating back five years ago. So I don't care. I don't care about that. Dean Pease, retire, whatever. Do what you got to do. That's that's one domino. Okay. That's at least one domino that has fallen. Granted, it's not enough. Morning, morning. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let what me up? stop. What up? Uh, Deacon Dale, what up? Your Ravens suck. What up? What up, Dale? They suck ass. Um, Dale, you 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 just now catching the bashing. You're just now catching it. He ain't even bashing them the way y'all should, the way they deserve to be bashed. He should be cussing. He should be upset. He should be. Pushing. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna derail the show, man. I'm. I'm just. I'm. Look, it's 2018. It's a new year. I'm not. I'm. I'm not gonna spaz out. I'm. I'm just not. I'm. I'm just not gonna do that. Chief Rocker says, "Dale, go sit your no playoff ass down." Yeah, he right there next to you, Chief. Yeah, he did. Along with your Giants, yeah, man. That's a fact. But I'm. I'm riding with you right now because I don't like the Ravens. Yep. So. um... So where am I? Oh, a morning wig. The the OC, he can go. Um, I just read that he's definitely coming back though. Um, now 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 was that an article saying that Joe thinks he's coming back? No, the article says. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, it said. Hold on, hold on. I just said. I just saw it. Expects okay, Joe Flacco. That's the one. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. That that's an expectation. That okay, that's not Joe right. doesn't have no control over that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. Yeah, so that domino can still fall. Um, to me, in my opinion, he's got to go. Enough of the, you know, third and eights and you're throwing two-yard <laughs> passes. You know, uh, uh, enough of that. Enough of that. Um, Ozzie Newsom. He got to go. Ozzie Newsom got to go. He's He's got to go. Hold on, what was the last, what was, the, you said Marty Mona we can go. I just want to. I just want to encapsulate all of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm and, and I'm. I'm Flat, not, I mean, I'm uh, far from done. So I'm, I got you. I did, okay, so there's more reason for me to have to encapsulate this. Uh huh. So Harbaugh got to go. Harbaugh's got to go. Morning Wig can go. He can go. Dan Pease, you ain't tripping. That domino was he, already he, falling. Uh, now Ozzy got to go. Ozzy has. Ozzy has to go. And and he's here's, called and, the nigga Ozzy. And what? And he's called the nigga Ozzy. No, nah, I'm, I'm in Ozzy. I know, I know, I know, I know. But, I'm just um, trying to make you upset. But um, yeah, he, he look the drafts. 
and you know I've I've talked about this a lot. You know when it comes to the draft, um, particularly th- this year. Look, Marlon Humphrey did not play bad. Yeah, Mar- yeah, I was going to say Marlon, Marlon Humphrey was good. Was good. Marlon Humphrey was good, but all the other guys, you know, Correa, Warmly, Tyus Bowser, those guys to me didn't get enough playing time. So the qu- the jury's still out on those guys. But you can certainly look back on the 2015 draft. Brashad Perriman bust. Um, Matt Elam in 2013 bust. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I could go on a rack of other names. Um, Terrence Cody bust. I mean, th- mm. their their last really good draft was 2008. Their real their their really good draft was was the last time was in 2008 for real. Mm-hmm. And since then, they really haven't drafted any impact players that can play for you right now that could help you win right now. They haven't drafted any playmakers that can change a game. I'm talking about game changers. Facts. I'm talking about a guy like a Julio Jones that could change the game. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about a running back like a Todd Gurley that could change the game. Or better or better yet, a pass rusher that can change the game, that can wreck an offense in a in a, in a two minute drill. Well, would you would you put some of that blame in the fact that y'all are always in the middle to high draft placing because draft of the records? Order, because of your records. Would you say that has something to do with it? Uh it it does. It it, it definitely has something to I mean, do with it. You know, you, you miss out on Todd Gurley, you miss out on Khalil Mack, mm-hmm. you miss out on certain players when you when Oh, and and this'll and this will brighten your day. Juju Smith Schuster. He was available. He was when available. when when we you know when we were up to pick, mm-hmm. he he was available and and look what he's doing. So rookie of the year, so young Hines Ward. I keep telling you, I don't know if he's a rookie young of the Hines year. Ward. Who's rookie of the year? Who's rookie of the year? I have to think about it. Yeah, but I, but I don't know yet. Right. I have to compile a list. But when when you look at all the chances that Ozzy has had to bring playmakers into this team, and when you look at it every Sunday, there's. There's there's not enough speed on this team, and yes, the defense was better. They they were more of a opportunistic defense with the turnovers. We led the league in you know takeaways. We led the league in turnover margin. Um, but w- when you gotta rush the passer, Terrell Suggs can't be it, man. Fact. And and I get he's great. He he'll, he'll probably be a Hall of Famer one day. He's 35 years old, and he's our best pass rusher. That is a problem. That is that is a big, and, big problem. Yeah, pass rush was so bad that Ravens fans were mad that y'all didn't get James Harrison. Yeah, I was upset. Yeah, forty years old. Yeah, I I was upset at that. I mean, just for the same reasons the Patriots got him. It's intel. For the Ravens, it would it would have still been intel, and would have added to you know sort of a lack of a pass rush. Even though Matt Judon has somewhat shown himself to be pretty good, but just not quite there. So like you gotta give him time. You gotta give him some time. But still, that the fact that Suggs led the team in sacks is yeah. is is a big is a big problem. Sure. Is a is a big, big problem. I mean look look at the top guys that lead in sacks. Um just some names that come off my head. Joey Bosa, mm-hmm. you know, had double digit sacks. Um what's the guy across from him? Ingram. Ingram. Double uh, double mm-hmm. digit sacks. Um, Everson Griffin with the Vikings, double-digit sacks. Those those are young guys. Those are young, improving, talented pass rushers. And 
as far as I know, we don't have any of that on our roster yet. And so that's where I'm looking at Ozzy, and I'm like, look, dude, like, I mean, you're great. You're going to be Hall of Fame GM. I mean, you're in the Hall of Fame you're as a player. He's great, but he got to go. But, I'm, I mean, from the time he was with the Cleveland franchise before they came uh-huh. to Baltimore, yeah. he's he's done some great things. He's To me, he's a Hall of Fame general manager, but sometimes you just don't. It's just like, it, it's, it's like that R&B singer that, you know, it's time to go. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you had all this singing talent, and you just washed up. Mm. It, 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 it's just like that. Sometimes it, it, sometimes things must come to an end. All great things, they, they got to go at some point. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, think you, I think you do something there. Now, as far as the quarterback's concerned, um, going back to the Bengals game, he had a couple of dumb... Low IQ okay, plays. Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me. Uh, okay. What's up? So where we? Ozzy Newsom got Every, to go. Everybody that I listed so far has got gotta to go. go. Everybody that I listed so far has to go. Where are we now? With the, we're, we're with the quarterback. With the quarterback. And, and I'm and I'm just talking about. I'm talking about the game. You only talking about the game. Bad, bad decision making. Like the drive to try to milk the clock and seal the game. He throws the ball into the dirt. On third and whatever you know, whatever down uh-huh. that, whatever distance that was, he hold throws. On, hold, on, hold on, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Mac, bow down to the SEC Pharaoh. Cam Hayred had double digit sacks. I just wanted to. Okay. No, no merit. Okay. No merit. Just no, no, no. That, uh, that that's a just that's a perfect. That. How, how old is Cameron Hayward? Uh, it's the seventh year, seventh year, I think. Seventh year. So yeah, he's about so. what twenty nine, uh, something like that. Yeah. But but still, that's he's yeah. he's younger than Terrell Suggs. Yeah. Uh, you know that that's that's the point of me bringing up these guys that are like top five and you know double digit sacks is that all these guys are young. Yeah. And they have you know their years ahead well, of Calais them. Campbell's is kind of, he leads, he led the Calais league. Campbell. He's, he's kind, in there. I thought he was kind of. I thought he was like older though. I think he, I think he is a little older. Yeah. But who's the other guy that the the um. I can't pronounce his name, but he's got double-digit sacks for Jacksonville too. Okay, I, I don't know his name. Yet. Yeah, I, I'm I'm messing up his name. I, it's, it's he's got some kind of African name or something, but he's got double-digit sacks, and he's a young guy too. Uh huh. You know, so I, I I just wish that we had some more of those guys. Get Joe you know, Flacco out of here. Some crunch time. And get I, him out of here. And and I know you can't wait. You, you can't wait to get to the quarterback. I I know. I know. Get the bum nigga out of here. But. Here, here, well, here's the reality hey, with that hey, hold situation. Up, hold up. Matthew Stafford wouldn't have went for that bullshit. Where's Matthew Stafford at? Yeah, home. But if he had that squad against that team that day, he wouldn't have went for that bullshit. Didn't he play the same Bengals team? Hey, I'm talking about this situation. He, he right played. The, he played. Matthew Stafford was in situation. Matthew Stafford was in the same situation. You're right. You're right. I just was trying to say some shit. Dude. He was. I know what you're trying to do. <laughs> I know what you're trying to do. I'm. I'm. I'm not. I'm not going for that. But Joe is probably going to be here next year because you know, like uh, Fame said, is regarding to Andy Dalton's contract. It's not a cap friendly contract yet. It's not. A, it's not to the point where. If you cut him this off season, you're gonna be all right. If you cut him this off season, I mean, you're gonna be blowing a lot of money doing so. Mm. So Joe's gonna be here another year. Um, he's gonna be some ass next year too. But to be clear. But this coming draft, 
they got to draft a quarterback. We draft number 16. Mm-hmm. They, they, they have to draft a quarterback. And I heard somebody out there earlier mention Lamar Jackson's name because some people think that he might fall that oh, deeper that, into the first round because be, yeah. there's people that think he's not a real quarterback, which is silly in, in my eyes. But Hold um, on, I've got to cut you off. Deacon Dale, fuck Marvin Lewis punk ass, playing around, retiring and shit, cost us a game. Well, well, I ain't, I, don't, I don't care about Marvin Lewis right now. <laughs> I, 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 I do, I do not. Uh, this might have been a part of Marvin Lewis's plan to get the Ravens out of the out of the fucking playoffs. Is that all the way six weeks ago saying, "Yeah, because we're that important. Because we're that important to everybody. Yeah, to the to the Bengals, <laughs> to the Bengals, y'all that important. Because we're that important to everybody. The, to the Bengals, y'all, not so much to Pittsburgh because we the class." Okay, whatever. <laughs> we the class. We the class. Well, well, look, four out of five years missing the playoffs. I, I, I have to say, and I'll, I'll get back to it. I have to say, there's, there's no more pedigree with this team. This, this team's pedigree is lost. Every time you know this team inches closer to a postseason spot. Everybody talks about, well, if they get in, watch out for the Ravens. Yeah. If they get in, this is the team that can go into Foxborough. This is the yeah. team that can knock Pittsburgh off. Watch out for this team. I'm 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 done with that. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 totally done with that. They've missed the playoffs three years in a row. First time they've done that since ninety seven through ninety nine, which is when the franchise first got here. Um which is another reason why everybody gotta go. And and let me mention this other one thing because uh-huh. we had a talk about I had told you the story about the, the Raven fan at my office mm-hmm. and you know she's boycotting the games because of what the team did in London kneeling for the anthem and standing for the UK anthem and all that. Listen, that was a playoff game yesterday. I mean Sunday, right? In terms of atmosphere and 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 all that stuff. That was that was a that was a play that was a playoff game and there were empty seats in that stadium. As a matter of fact, it looked so much worse than it did when we played the Colts the week before. Mm. And mm. if I'm the owner, and again I'm I'm putting myself in the owner's shoes, mm-hmm. I gotta I gotta look at that because look, what I said to you yesterday, I mean last week. He's not going to they're not going to apologize. That 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 whole letter, that whole letter is basically begging fans to come back to the games. And the other reason and I and I failed to mention this last week. The other reason that the owners and I'm not just talking about Bashadi, but the owners as a whole in the league won't apologize is because Trump also took a shot at the owners if you remember. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just the players. So if the owners apologize, then the players are going to feel like, oh, whoa, wait a minute. Like, I thought we was, you know, I thought we was together and doing this. Right. Now you apologizing and, you know, so how does that look? So, you know, as I told, you know, my coworker at the office, you're, you're not going to get an apology. It is what it is. Either you, you know, either you're going to go back to the games or you're just going to boycott or you're just not going to re- renew your PSLs. Yeah. So. From an from an owner standpoint, you you have to look at that and say we we got to find a way to get these fans back because I can guarantee you when it's time to renew PSLs, mm-hmm. people will not renew them 
I'm, I'm telling you right now. And, and, and some people think that, oh, you know, these, these fans are just bluffing. They're, they're watching the games and blah, blah, blah. And I believe that. I believe some fans are bluffing. I believe some fans are just, you know, talking out of the side of their so mouth about all that. Are. You know, but I, I talked to her again last week. She was like, yo, I just, you know, she's like, yo, the Ravens are dead to me. Like, mm. I'm like, okay. Mm. So if they're dead to you, I can imagine how many other people the Ravens are dead to in that sense. And and, and let's face it, man. Um, they have this thing called Purple Friday around here, and that has sort of died off real quickly. Facts. It it has died that off. It it has died, man. And, and and let me tell you something. Winning cures everything. And change. Change cures everything as well. So, if I'm the owner, I have to blow this thing up because if I come back with this same group, mm-hmm. now granted, you know, Pease is retired, but if I come back with this same group, there going to be more empty seats next year. Mm. Now, from a business standpoint, that's not good business. At at this point, he's got to be thinking. I got to think business first. I'm losing fans because of this stupid protest in London. I'm having a hard time getting fans back in the seats. This was the playoff game against the Bengals, mm-hmm. pretty much. And you know, fans. You know, and, and and I hate this thing. You know, fans complain that the game got pushed back to a later time because they want to go do New Year's Eve stuff. I'm like, man, y'all, y'all cut that out, man. Y'all, y'all got plenty of time after the game to prep for whatever party I was going to for New Year's Eve. So the cut that is, out. The problem is that the Ravens are so ass. They didn't want to waste their time taking hours out of their prep time see, to I watch s- that bum-ass game. See, I, and, I, I see and, what you're doing. And, and, let me, and let me nip this whole let me nip this whole subject in, 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 in the bud. I see let what me, you're doing. Let me nip this. Deacon Dale uh, thinks this is officially Pittsburgh radio station. I haven't said anything. And this has become Pittsburgh still a radio, and I'm not mad at that. He also says that he was at that game. Deacon Dell, he went to the game? He says, damn right I'm mad. Froze my ass out there at the game. Yep. We tribal people. Yeah, you should have pre-gamed and, and did all but that. But you know what, Dell? You were, you a true fan, man. Because, look, it's a playoff game. I don't give a damn how cold it is outside if it's 5 degrees or it's minus 10 degrees. Let that have been Green Bay, and that was a and that was a similar situation for the, for the Packers to get in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You you don't think that building's gonna be packed? Yeah, that building's go, that building's gonna be packed. But y'all niggas so, suck. So and can I put this? And, and, and we really do need to put this. Put it. I'll 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 leave my my last resounding comment on the Ravens, and I hope you're done venting. The no, Ravens, I'm not done venting. The Ravens' mystique. Um, is what makes people think that this team has been good in the past five years. Reputation. No, Reputation. I, you, you got it. And the truth is, is that for you the got past it. five years, if you looked at them on paper and if you've looked at them play on the field, they've been, they haven't been good for the past five years. And they kept saying, oh, this team could, and I like what this team is doing because of their reputation. Um, you know, twelve, two thousand and twelve, and beef, and prior, and they're just not and and, and that's why I said I'm done with the whole. When they get closer to the playoffs, watch out for this team. They got the pedigree and blah blah blah. I'm 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 so I'm so done with that. 
until they change the regime. It's time for a new regime. Look, if if he if he I swear I swear to God, if if he comes back with this same leadership, I'm done. I'm done. What does that mean? Like define done. I'm done as far as me having any high hopes for this for the next season. As far as having high hopes, okay. Because what, what did I predict them? I predicted them eight and eight. 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 That's what you so okay, it's okay. So they yeah, won one that. more yeah, game. Yeah, I did that. They won one more game, mm-hmm. but man, I mean, I've I, I've I've lived through some terrible sports moments, man. I mean, from the missed finger roll by Ewing in the playoffs years ago to the Yankees blowing the O three lead in the ALCS. Mm-hmm. This is the this is the worst. Sporting moment in 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 my years of watching sports. Wow, this is this is this is the worst. Wow, even even over the playoff loss in New England a few years ago. And it, by it, the it, way, it's, it's the it's the worst. And by the way, um, Deacon Dell he says, "Gut the team, real talk." Ozzy keep bringing Bama boys in. Yeah. Where's the blind side out? Yeah, yeah. yeah where, where, where's blind side at? Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? And uh, I just popped up on my phone. Ravens are talking to Chuck Pagano for the, for the DC Warriors. job. Uh, I don't know how I feel no, about yeah, that no, yet. No need for commentary. Go to break. <laughs> what do you mean? No need for commentary. No need for commentary, man. Go to break, man. <laughs> Go to break, man. I know, I know, man. You hurt. Yo, I don't. And I'm, 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 I'm going to take little. Look, I look. I, I have nothing. I. I have no comeback for I have no comeback for anything. You damn right you don't. All the you know Steeler fan everybody. I mean everybody everybody, everybody that everybody yeah. that had to win their playoff game, their their the fans teams they won. Bills Mafia. Ex- except for the Seahawks. I don't know who the Titans but, if the Titans got a nickname. Shout out to y'all. Tighten up. Yeah. I think uh, that's uh, a little uh, uh, that's garbage. But um <laughs> Shouts out to y'all, man. I, look, look, man. You know what? I'm kind of happy for y'all, man. I'm kind of happy no, that y'all no, had this no, no. this moment of clarity. No, 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 no. no. Don't, don't do it. No, don't all do right, it. All right. Don't do it. Okay. Just, just leave it the way it is. All right. And I'm, and I'm done. Uh, Clay Davis says, "Y'all niggas still talking about the Ravens? They asses didn't make it. Period. Okay." Let it go. You know what? Let it go, Trey. You know what? Let it go, Trey. Hey, Todd Todd Gurley gonna run over that ass next week, yo. (laughs) Watch watch out for Todd Gurley, nigga. Ah, yeah, that's a fact, though. He he gonna run all over them Falcons, man. Uh, 240-532-2718 is the number to dial the show, man. Um, We come back, man. We just gonna get into some, you know, sports talk here. I'm I'm done with these Ravens, man. It's Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast, man. We'll be back. What's up, everybody? Vince Wright. You know me as the sports governor. The ladies call me the big smooth one. But I'm coming to you live from Minneapolis, St. Paul. We're bringing you sports done right every Tuesday night. Make sure you keep it tuned to Spreaker.com, XSquadAffiliates.com, and now proud to be associated with Two Live Stews Radio. I'm Vince Wright, the sports governor, and I approve this message. Ladies and gentlemen, hear me and hear me good. If you like sports, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. If you like comedy, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. 
If you like a different opinion coming from a different angle, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. So join me Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with your host, Jelani J.B. Bodie, and of course, my man Lopan on the Two Live Studios Radio Network. Ain't that right, Lopan? nigga that said you know why are we still talking about the ravens what who was it De- who was it uh not God, damn it. clay davis look nigga this is my show <laughs> and if i want to talk hey, about the, and if i want to talk about the damn ravens for two full hours i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about the damn ravens okay hey hey I, I, I just want to set that straight, man. I just want to set that straight, man. Nigga, <laughs> hey, niggas talking about, we on the Ravens? We still talking about the Ravens? Damn right, nigga. It's my show, man. It's my damn show, hey, man. 
Hashtag black excellence, black ownership, nigga. Welcome back, y'all. It's, it's the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast, man. See, now I'm, I'm you know, a little happier now that we ain't got to talk about the Ravens no more. It's Maestro Styles and Trey Frazier here in the house. If you want to, you know, call the show in. Damn. The number is 240-532-2718. And um, 2017, man, um, pretty good year for some, you know, for some sports moments and all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, some bad moments as well, winners, losers, and all that. Um, I, I guess we could start with the, you know, the best sports moment. Um, I'll, I'll let you, you know, rock on best that. Best sports moment. <sighs> You're not going to like this, Trey. I thought we was off of this, man. <laughs> I, I, I thought we... No, but that's definitely... Your, your, your strategy yeah, is... Your, your strategy is reaching, man. I'm sorry. It's reaching. It's definitely... But it's definitely an honorable mention for me. It is. It I'm is. Sure, I'm sure it is. The obvious... You said the best moment, right? Best, best moment, moment of okay. 2017. Best moment. For me personally, the best moment for me was KD getting the ring and shouting out Cap Heights. Capital Heights... Um, when he got his ring. That's the best moment for me. No doubt. Um, again, obviously, my honorable mention is the Ravens. And, um, yeah, yeah, that, Russell Westbrook, envy, Russell Westbrook's triple-double season. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was definitely me. a moment. But but definitely number one for me is KD getting getting that ring and shouting out Cap Heights. Mm-hmm. I, I can't. I don't know when the last time somebody from the from the DMV got a ring. I just never right. thought about it. Mm-hmm. But KD obviously being, um, if not number two, arguably number one in some people's mind, not mine personally. Right. Um, but somebody that's that good from the city. Finally getting a ring um, is, is is the best moment for me, hands down. Word up, word up. Um, I, I, I got three, just three simple ones. Um, number one, the Knicks letting go of Phil Jackson was, was a great sports moment mm-hmm. for me. Um, and I'm sure for Knicks fans and, you know, basketball fans in general. Um, number two is the Yankees finally being up in relevance again mm-hmm. you know Aaron, with Aaron Judge with the you know with the spectacular rookie season and then the John Carlos Stanton signing that was a great moment and then um this one's kind of off the wall but um just to kind of looking at the playoffs for next weekend you got you got the Rams you got the Jaguars the Buffalo Bills and the Tennessee Titans all those teams combined have Ended a 46-year playoff drought. Yeah. You know, and I don't know the last time that I've seen something like that where you had a field of teams that, you know, multiple teams that made the playoffs and ended some, you know, serious droughts. I mean, Buffalo Bills, you're talking 17 years with them. uh The Rams, you're talking 12 years for them. Jaguars, nine, and I think the Titans, eight. I think if I do my math right, that's forty six years. Okay. So, um, so that's that. That's a pretty good moment. Uh, yep. Kind of shows parity in the NFL. Sort of what they want. Uh, Clay uh, Clay Davis said his best moment was the Tar Heels getting the championship. Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking uh, Deacon Dale overcoming said, the demons yeah. from previous year. Yep. 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 Um, Deacon Dale says judges juicing. Okay. Yeah. Hey, whatever. Hey. That's an O's fan right there. Okay. You, hey, hey, you just mad uh, y'all about to lose Manny. 
I, I think that's why you kind of, you know, taking a shot there. And y'all mad at the Ravens some shit. Of course, of course you got to continue to... Uh, he, a my, he a Baltimore fan. Okay, okay. Like, you're right. You you you're right. You're right. He he is. He's a Baltimore sports yeah, fan. So he mad. And he's got nothing to look forward to. You should be upset. He's got nothing to look forward God to. Bless you, and Edgar. the Terps just lost Jackson for the uh, year. Yeah, right. Well, but I don't want to talk about that. But God yeah. bless. God bless your anger. Um, Clay Davis, Knicks fan. Who was worse, Phil or Isaiah? Um, I'd say hands down, Phil. Phil, right? I'd say hands I mean, down, I'm not a Knicks Phil. fan, but. Isaiah, I mean, had a longer stay. I mean, it w- and it was some pretty bad basketball. But I, th- I think the thing with Phil, with kind of trying to put a round peg in a square hole yeah. with the triangle offense, um, I think just made it just that worse. So I'd, I'd mm-hmm. go with Phil. But um, speaking of worse, what, what was the worst moment in sports the for twenty seventeen? Shout out Mocha Bella. Her best moment was also KD winning his first championship. Mm-hmm. Um, the obvious worst moment is the Falcons in the Super Bowl. Um, mm. that, that's just mm. um, Falcons. I, I would and let's be clear, twenty-eight to three. Yeah. Um, I I I really did want um them to beat the Patriots because I want somebody to beat the Patriots. Yes. Yes. Um, and and you know that I'll just leave it there. Um, they're definitely the obvious. The um, my second one though mm-hmm. is um, I don't follow UFC. Uh-huh. Right, let's be clear, right? I don't follow UFC. Um, but uh, John Bones Jones, who um, you know, has had to say the least a checkered drug past. In the yeah, UFC, that's right. That's right. He finally, yeah. you know, he uh, finally, at least so we thought, mm-hmm. uh, got himself together, got back, beats Daniel Daniel Cormier, who, to my understanding, is like a you know one of the better UFC fighters, uh, and was the dude at that time, mm-hmm. and uh, he beat him, all to get the title stripped because he never really got clean the way the UFC. Expects him to be clean, meaning he continues to do cocaine. Um, that's a that's the worst. That's one of the worst moments for me because yep. um, uh, when when people in the UFC world talk about John John Jones, mm-hmm. they talk about that he really should be the best UFC fighter. Period. Like he should be that dude. That when I talk to people or listen to people talk about him, mm-hmm. <laughs> excuse me, they say. That he should be the best dude, period. And um, what's holding him back is uh, the fact that he smoked cocaine, <laughs> does cocaine, <laughs> and um, you know, that's sad. And I shouldn't be laughing at that. And that's and that's, that's sad. sad. That's because sad if he's really that good, which you know, like I say, I just don't know because I don't watch UFC. Right. Um, that's sad, man. That's sad. A black man that really has. The potential to be the best in his said skill set mm-hmm. that can't get over the hump because of what's going on in his uh, in his you know personal life. Yeah, yeah, that that, that that's crazy. That's crazy though. Um, I think my worst moment of 2017 in sports, and um, I think Mocha will attest to this, but watching the Marlins dismantle the way they've kind of 
dismantled their team. And they've historically been known to do that. Like, their World Series titles, right after they won those championships, they just basically just sell off their players and they just pretty much have a cheap payroll. Because they broke. Because they're supposedly, allegedly, they're broke. Well, broke to their, you know, baseball team standards. In comparison to, like, the Red Sox, Yankees, the, I mean, those yeah. big teams. I yes. Mean, I, yeah. Like, they they can't resign all their players yeah. as much as, you know, these big market teams can resign players. But the fact that Derek Jeter has sort of been the new face of all this thing. I, I think in some ways it's kind of unfair in a sense because this has been the Marlins. Mm-hmm. They, they've been doing this since their inception, you know, years ago. And Jeter taking over the team and wanting to cut down payroll, I, I, don't, I don't see an issue with it. Now, fans might look at it differently because they built this new stadium. And, I mean, they don't fill it, by the way. Um, which is crazy as to how they was able to even get the money for that new stadium, but they don't they don't fill it. Um, they traded Giancarlo Stanton. They traded D Gordon to Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, they traded off a couple other pieces. And rest in peace, Jose Fernandez. Absolutely. You know, I mean, I I think that's that's to me that's one of the worst. Um, you know, to happen to a franchise, you lose your best pitcher. And then you get the new face of the franchise in terms of front office and ownership. And then you got to ship off these pieces to other places. But I'll, I'll say one thing, and I'll, I'll let you rock. Um, Derek Jeter, thank you. Thank you for Giancarlo Stanton. I'll just say that. Facts. Um, biggest winner in biggest 2017. Winner. Yep. Um, biggest winner. And Clay Davis said uh, Floyd beating Connor is the worst moment. Um, alright. I don't know. I mean, I kind of, I kind of was a little iffy about the fight too until you said it was a, it was a pretty it good was, match. It was an entertaining fight. I, yeah. I, I didn't, I don't, when I say entertaining, I don't mean like I felt like, uh, you know, McGregor had a shot of winning. Right. Like, did, like, did you it, feel like some suspense was there? Um, suspense suspense connotates that I had a I thought that maybe um he had a shot mm-hmm. and so no suspense no right but it was entertaining in the fact that punches were being thrown um it, you I don't care how stupid he looks fighting right it just looks it the fact that he's move it's movement it's something it, it was enter- I was entertained. Right, right. That's all I could say. Yep. It was not suspenseful. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I was entertained. Yep. Um, winner for the year for me still has to be KD. Um, it has to be KD. Um, uh, yes, for me also, yeah. it's Kevin Durant, and I didn't, <laughs> I didn't like the move at first, but I still, he got it done. Yeah, I still don't like. I present moment. When it was happening, I still didn't like it. I don't. But at the end of the day, look, and I said this when it happened. Years when, when you know, the Hall of Fame is happening and all that, mm-hmm. ain't nobody thinking about the fact that he, you know, joined a super team. All that matters is that he got that ring. Yep. And, you know, and he got the ring. And I felt, and I felt like the only way that this couldn't go, the only way that this could go, um, bad for him is if he didn't win and right. he won not only did he win mm-hmm. but he was the MVP he was 
I don't want to say he ball. Yeah, right. He ball. Right. He didn't. You know. He wasn't like, hey, wasn't Steph, like a, yeah. you do this. He hey, Clay, control, you do that. He took control, yep. and he did what he needed to do, and I think that's the best way to do it if you're going to do it like that. Oh, absolutely. Facts. Absolutely, no doubt about it. Um, biggest, well, let me let me read a couple of uh, things in the chat here. Uh, Mac Farrell says, the best sports moment was the Astros winning the World Series. Okay. That's a good one. Um, and I would say for the city of Houston also. Um, with the Hurricane Harvey stuff that's going on. And to have those fans be able to rally towards something to take their mind off of, you know, what the next day is going to entail. Because to my knowledge, they're still, you know, cleaning up stuff down there. Yeah, yeah, of course. And, and, you know, trying to get the relief efforts going and all that stuff. So, you know, for the baseball team to win a title in that town and have the fans flock toward them, is is a pretty is a pretty good moment. Uh, mm-hmm. Clay Davis also said Floyd Floyd is also the biggest winner because he duped everyone into purchasing the fight. Yeah, that is a fact. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mocha Bella says biggest winner in 2017 was Clemson beating Alabama. That is a fact. Okay, that that is a pretty good one too. I agree with that. And um, you know, there's some Bama fans that are in the chat room three three four and um. I think Gregor was a, yeah, he got a, he behind a, yeah, 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 he behind a banner and everything. Yeah, yeah, he, he's, he's, so he's a, he's a Bama fan and he's a Patriot fan. It's a bad combination. Well, I'll tell you what, what I can credit Gregor for, he picks the winners. The, the obvious, yeah. the low hanging fruit, so to yep. speak, of the winners. The Boston teams, yeah. which, you know, you know how I feel about them. Yeah. Um, Fuck the Celtics. Yes, ASAP. Um, biggest loser. Biggest loser. Um, I guess I should have saved these moments, but I <laughs> look, man. Um, I, I'll go left. I'll take. I'll go left. Mm-hmm. Um, losers for me are um, the likes of of owners, NFL owners like Bob McNair. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that's going left, by the way. Um, Jerry Jones. Uh, well, I think it's going left because at the end of the day, I don't think their bottom line is going to be affected. But I think um, in the grand scheme of where we at in the, you know, in our social climate, um, being able to say or being able to see who, you know, who is what for what they are yep. um, is important. That's and, true. And, That's true. And um, you know, with all all the you know kneeling and all that, there has been um, some owners that have shown their colors mm-hmm. this year, and I think yes, Bobby there and Jones, some, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I, um, you know, it's close to all. Some people have, yeah, some people have shown their colors, and um, <laughs> it's close to all. And I hope, and I hope that um, collective bargaining goes. A whole lot different mm-hmm. than it did the last time, especially now because we know, um, we know what they think. Yep, yep. No, you this know, is true. We know what they think. This is true. So um, get them for every coin. Uh, Mocha says biggest winner Kyrie signs with the Celtics. Um, I think we that's still up for debate, but they they so yeah. far so good. Kyrie's winning, yeah, for sure. Uh, she says biggest loser Kaepernick not signing with no teams. Um, that's um, a, that's. A, I don't. I mean, I I, I, get I think it was. Ex- I think it was expected. I mean, not that that matters. Yeah. Not that that shouldn't absolve them from being you know the biggest loser of the situation. Is that no teams 
were interested in signing Colin Kaepernick despite the fact that you had quarterbacks getting injured left and right and you had these backups come in and you're like, who's this guy? Like the Texans. When y'all played the Texans and, mm-hmm. the, and the guy, what, what was the guy's name? Heineken? Heineke? Uh, Meineke? Yeah, whatever, I don't know. I'm like, who, who's this cat? Yeah, it came off the practice squad. Yeah. Like literally like that week before or something like that. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. Um... Clay Davis, another winner is Stephen Harden for getting $200 million Facts. deals. A, ASAP, ASAP. Right. I might as well throw Tim Hardaway Jr. in that joint, huh. getting that 70 something million dollar. And he's, for the most part, lived up to it, you know, before the injury. Yeah. Um, uh, fame, but fame says the biggest winner last year was Clemson. Biggest loser was Papa John's. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one, actually. That's def- that's definitely that's a good one. definitely a good I one. I agree with that. Um, my biggest loser, and I hate to you know, I, I hate to bring this up to you. I'm I'm gonna go local, and the Washington D.C. sports teams minus the Redskins, um, in the playoffs, the Capitals. Mm-hmm. Below game seven against the Penguins for a chance to reach the conference final. The Wizards below game seven in the Eastern Conference semis to get to the conference final. And the Nationals below game five (laughs) in the NLDS. 0 for 3. 0 for 3 for the D.C. sports teams. You might as well just say 0 for 4 considering the Redskins they make the playoffs. I mean, shit. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess that's it. Yeah, and and the Cousins situation, that's going to be an interesting one Uh, come this offseason. They're going to pay him. It's not interesting to me. You you put two tags on him, and then you finally come out and say you're going to pay him. He's going to be the highest paid player next year. I put money on that. Wow. I put money on that. He'll be the highest paid player next year. That that oh that's that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, what does he have to show you? Uh, I don't know what he has to show you, but I know the Redskins. He's gonna be highest paid player next year. <sighs> Man, yeah, they're one of those franchises yeah. that uh, you know, you, you just shake your head at, yeah. man. I mean, you just, I mean, shit. They're gonna pay him, and you just kind of hope that you can put some stuff around him to get them, you know, into some type of a playoff race. Yeah, pretty much. That's all you can really hope for. Pretty much. All right, uh, we're going to take one last break and uh, come back, and we're going to preview these playoff games for this weekend and um, just a little bit more sports talk, and then we're going to close it out here. The number is 240-532-2718. It's Maestro and Trey. It's the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Coming straight from the A. Kick it with your boy, Kesey, at www.kesey.com. This show covers some of the realest issues trending today. He'll keep you locked in from the first listen. You can find him online on his mobile app or at kysii.com, xsquadaffiliates.com, iTunes, Google Play, and especially on the SME Network on Tuesdays at noon. You don't want to miss it. Yo, this is your boy, KC, from the Kicking It With KC Show. Show. When I want to jam, I'm jamming with Queen Josie and DJ New New as they're kicking those vibes. That's right. 
constantly towing a pistol when I rap It's so official when I rap Him in the game on Mac Back, yeah. jumped off, now I'm scoring like Shaq Slow crying, yeah, I'm touring the map Scoop riding when I'm back in the hood But Ben's cooping with the roof in the back Got my strapper on my lap, so I'm good, yeah Cross freezing, you would definitely lose Low scrapper, coach, you're deaf in the booth Put the sets in the woods I flew first cause I'm the best in the hood There's something missing, y'all Hippie, y'all can just in the booth Yeah, God with me, so I'm second to who? Nobody but the brother Muhammad. Islamic scholars holler. I'm about a dollar holler. Rock the fella, top shotters, make the models holler. Kicks a thousand dollars. We can shoot it out or bang it out, it's not a problem. If a nigga hiding, I know how to find him. Holler. about mcdonald's all day can't get it off my mind i can already taste it Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some mickey d's deal there's a deal for every moment at mcdonald's right now get two of your favorites for just 350 mix and match a classic mcchicken a hot and spicy mcchicken or a juicy mcdouble price and participation may vary cannot be combined with combo meal single item at regular price The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. 
Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. 